0: Welcome to Tucker Carlson's Unhappy Monday. All of a sudden, it seems like Joe Biden's shooting an awful lot of things out of the sky. You notice, it's not your imagination. The White House announced that fighter jets had downed an object the size of a car over Alaska. But what was it? What exactly were all three of these objects? Could be aliens. Here you have three unknown objects in three days. If these things are extraterrestrial, what we're seeing is an alien invasion. That means at some point, they're probably going to demand to be taken to our leader. And what are we going to say then? Sure
1: as
2: our heritage. It's pretty embarrassing. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama! Drama! Blood for drama!
0: Drama! It's showtime. Good morning. Today, we're going to be discussing aliens and you. Does government know? Do we have alien technology? What would communication with the fourth kind even look like? And joining us, we have a special guest.
1: The coolest kid in town. Coolest kid in the world. It's my son, Corbin Dallas. No, not really. Corbin Thomas. Corbin
2: Thomas! Introduce yourself, sir. Hello. That's a weak ass. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What's your name?
0: Are you super green? <laughs> Are you super green?
1: In the mic, sir. Okay. Anyway. he's super green. <sighs> anyway, uh,
2: he uh, really likes aliens. and
1: He's kind of a kind of a nerd in the making.
0: And what kid doesn't like aliens? I mean, like, so, we grew up watching aliens. I don't know if you watched Mars Attacks, oh, Ashley. Yeah. Like, you that definitely- was... It, it was an ode to the old, like nineteen forties, fifties, sixties sci-fi aliens, big brain Martians, crazy bug eyes. It was, awesome. it was, it was incredible. Um, great cast, yeah, great, really great really casting. Ridiculous. But it reminds me of um, like the early Xbox game, uh, destroy all humans. Yeah, and it was practically the same premise. Um, That's good shit. Uh, yeah, the kid over here,
1: he's uh he was helping me study for this, and he starts talking about fucking like, Dyson Spheres. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so he he watches, like, uh, infographics and all this stuff on this. and First time meeting Dave, and then they started talking about, like, the internals of Dyson Spheres. And I'm like, what in the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I don't know what the hell we're talking about.
0: We're going on an adventure. The
1: only fucking Dyson I know of is Miles Dyson from Terminator 2. <laughs> but, man, this man don't own a vacuum. Yeah, uh, well, not a Dyson. <laughs> I got a cheap one, sir. <laughs> so he really wanted to come on because he's a dork in the making. Dave's a dork. Yeah, I like to foster young dorks. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Let's get it, man. Yeah. Does the government know?
0: They absolutely do. <laughs> Especially based off of the recent CIA documents that have Funny. been like, you know, public knowledge now after freedom of information requests, with a lot of stuff redacted, obviously whited oh, yeah. out. Oh, But so it's like three words. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So there's, um, they call them tic tacs for yeah, a lot of these also, these UFOs.
1: Real quick. Yeah. Which shows this uh, because of all the balloons. And UFO quotation things that are getting shot down, you know X Files, but they're like shooting shit down, saying we don't know what it is. I, yeah, you do. <laughs> they're not aliens, by the way. But we're, we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. Yeah, we've got balloons all over the place. Fucking balloons, man. But uh, yeah. So
0: continue, Dave. Yeah. So there's been a couple of like ace pilots that have come out in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, you know, published their own books, done a lot of research, um, into like what they call tic-tacs. And these are specifically the tic-tac referenced, um, one case by uh, a pilot. And, uh, that was like the tic-tac craft, but they called it such based off of the way that it like bounces around in the sky. Um, it was shaped like a tic tac too. Yeah, tic tac toe. <laughs> yeah. So this is a let's see gimbal. Oh yeah. There's there's a a bunch of different words for it now. But long story short, like there's been evidence of UFOs and USOs underwater, underwater unidentified submersible hmm. um, craft. So like. Objects. God, I'm really tearing up these acronyms this morning. So there were these USOs that were reported even by sailors back in like the 17th, 18th, and you know 19th centuries. So some of our American ancestors reported seeing strange lights and ships coming in and out of the water and in the skies. One of them was
1: Lord Helmut, also
0: known as David McLeod. Yeah. He
2: was, when he was in the Navy. <laughs>
0: Lord Helmet,
2: get up there,
1: Helmet Head.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I um, I don't know if I spoke about this on on the the podcast yet, but yeah, I was standing aft watch, which is the back of the ship. Definitely i was a about it, sir. young seaman and saw puff, 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 puff. like <laughs> n- seven, several, yeah, uh, <laughs> several orange lights, like manifesting and then dilating and disappearing and maneuvering around in like weird, concentric shapes and stuff. And no one else wanted to hear anything about it. I kept asking um my uh ops department if they could see anything on the radar they kept telling me to like Shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck shut up. up. Shut <laughs> the fuck
1: up, McLeod. We're smoking cigarettes. Yeah, it was probably the guys on the deck smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I was just cigarettes. Just high off of exhaust fumes from all the Humvees in the bay. Big fucking helmet was weighing his brain down. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Um, I think that the government has known about it for a long time. Apparently, uh, there's movies on it and everything, but you know. The story is, uh, there was like a UFO crash in Roswell in like late 50s early 60s, it was even in like Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull. You know, and then they kind of like built Area 51 based on that. You know, it's kind of I didn't have I'll well, never do have a lot of time, but uh was watching Joe Rogan Experience and um he had that guy Bob Lazar on. Right. Watch that one day. Yeah. Yeah, he had him on there and like he worked there and then like I got fired for like leaking the story and shit and it was really interesting, man. Um, he was like just a regular dude, you know. Basically, he was kind of like a scientist. Like he built like a car, right? With a jet car, and it was like Honda. <laughs> so they brought him in, and then he said that when he walked in there, he saw the flying saucer thing, and it had like an American flag sticker on it. And he was like, ah, "This is hilarious. This is, the UFOs are just an American ship." Then they like really got deep diving in it and. and it was not, you know, he said it in the briefing that it was from the Zeta Reticula Galaxy or ZR3, right? Yeah, the third, and then uh, I guess the yeah ZR3 stands for like Zeta Reticula Third Planet, it's a binary star system, uh, it's like 30 uh, light years away, which is a lot, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: So, there's a lot of interesting cases, and a lot of these cases you could pretty easily dismiss. But then there's because there's not a lot of evidence, you know, regardless. We don't have public evidence. All we have are statements. And these are reports, these are firsthand, um, you know, witnesses. But that just goes back to someone's word. You know, we can't, like, without a doubt prove anything. Uh, even some of this footage, you know, there's uh, theories that like some of the footage would have like some grain of sand or a feather or something like that flying by a camera that could, you know, make these things look the way that they do. Uh, So it goes kind of back and forth. A lot of he said, she said, so they start looking at the credibility of the characters in a lot of these cases. And so far, Bob Lazar has like remained a pretty consistent, credible, Uh, witness. In the 50s, they were all crappy cameras, (laughs) It doesn't make sense now that we have SSD technology and 8K cameras. Yeah. And they're like, of course, we have 8K uh, cameras on motorcycle helmets watching these accidents. Like, why would you not put that on your $35 million jet? It's true. Uh, Or do they have it and they just never... You know, well, that it takes
1: 60 years to be able to even see the ones from the 50s. So that's probably why. And as soon as in, it's just like the balloon, man, like, you know, they weren't going to say nothing about that fucking balloon until the dude in Montana started filming it with his camera and was like, yo, what the fuck is that thing?
0: It made it halfway across the U.S. It's the Death Star. <laughs> fucking Lord Vader's here. You know, so, uh,
1: yeah, it, it went all the way through Alaska, floated through fucking Canada. Went all the way into Montana and hovered around the nuclear site for fucking three days. And then went all the way down to, like, South Carolina, just chilling. Nothing nothing happened. And it was a giant fucking balloon that you could see from miles right. away. So, it's just another example of Don't Look Up was the greatest movie ever made. Or at least one of them. Um, they, well, they don't want you to know and they don't so, want to tell you anything.
0: Yeah, so definitely we believe government knows. Between Roswell, between all of the pilots that they have performing maneuvers in spaces outside of normal traffic A-lanes. La- uh, because you think if aliens are intelligent enough to get here, they're going to recognize a pattern at some point. Like, okay, these are the major airspace lanes, right, of travel mm-hmm. that commercial planes take. Anything outside of that would be a lot safer. They couldn't exactly tell when and where a military jet is going to be, keep, be conducting operations. It's usually... Outside of residential areas, um, like we have Avon Park in Florida, where right. they conduct bombing runs and, and stuff like that. A lot of times they'll go fly right off of the coast. Um, so Patrick Air Force Base, uh, I used to live over there. Got to see like the Blue Angels and everything, but there's always jets coming going, Air Force One a couple times. Um, so if they know, then it falls into the like jurisdiction of. You know? Do you tell the population? Like, no. do they deserve to know? Do they have a right to know? Who decides if they have a right to know? I think uh, they're worried about panic and everything. So just monopolizing on on that technology uh,
1: kind of reminds me of uh,
2: the first Transformers. You know, when uh, what's the name, Bud? No, <coughs> uh, Megatron, right? Megatron, like, crash lands in Antarctica, and they find him, and
1: they, like, build the dam around him and reverse engineer everything. Yeah, the the river dam. Yeah, you know, so they, they, like, reverse engineered everything, and that's literally, like, what Bob Lazar was talking about. They're like, okay, go in there, check this thing out, figure out if you can build it with the stuff that we have here. And reverse engineering. In, in a whole nutshell, you know, so he talked, I didn't get all the way through it all the way, but really interesting stuff, man. And and uh, he's been discredited by everybody. And he said that, like, the government pretty much gives you, like, a bunch of dis- disinformation. Yeah. So, so they, like, say, oh, it's from the Zeta, Kappa, Delta, whatever, quadrant. And then they only give that to you. So then when it comes out, they know it was you, <laughs> you know, but then it, it discredits everything that is true. Yeah. So you have extreme compartmentalization. <clears throat> yeah. He even literally said that in the, in the fucking show. Um, and he said it like goes against science, you know, cause science, you have a big group of people that can, you know, converse and talk about what it is, but they break it all apart and okay. You're only allowed to work on this part when you know, you know, I need to know what that guy knows over there so I can work on my part. No, just work on your part, and it like slows everything down. So
0: yeah, for sure, because humans humans are really good at picking up all these different incongruent parts and making something congruent and better. Um, yeah. With mean, all the he, pieces, he even said, like,
1: if you were to take like a motorcycle and drop it in, you know, the 1800s with the keys in it, eventually they'll learn how to start it. Learn how to ride it, but they won't know how to build it. Right? You know they're not going to know how to mold plastic, but they're going to figure out how to ride that motherfucker for sure. You know, so they'll be popping wheelies, <clears throat> doing stoppies. <laughs> yeah, fucking Benjamin Franklin doing stoppies and shit.
0: It'd <laughs> <laughs> be awesome. Brother, leather jacket, <clears throat> yeah. wig all, sweat back.
1: <clears throat> ben Franklin was a bratist indeed. Like to get naked while he smoked on the weed tenacity.
0: Um but so yeah, there's there's a book um I read a while ago that really got me into this government involvement with aliens and stuff. It was uh The Hunt for Zero Point Energy by Nick Cook. Nice. Who Nick is like self alleged is more of a journalist than an actual like writer. But he started looking at these uh these different like reports of old Nazi war technology with antigravitics, and then so the whole concept like that starts this is uh the hunt for zero point energy, which is unlimited energy drawn from usually like the concept is usually that there's a a force like a sort of osmotic pressure between universes that keeps us from colliding. And there's bleed off from this pressure, just like normal osmosis through cell walls. Uh, and if we're able to harness that force, then it's just unlimited. Like it's an infinite number of universes in a infinitely large, you know, multi or macroverse. And um, he's found some pretty convincing and uh, pretty riveting experiments and like witnesses. Uh, a lot of them are like backyard scientist like bob lazar that makes a you know hydrogen fuel cell for his car and like uh, fucking dude from uh, what was that movie or a show uh, sheldon sheldon yeah <laughs> he made like a life mother- sheldon
1: motherfucking like fission fucking reactor in his backyard and then like they wanted they wanted to arrest him and he didn't understand why but anyway yeah, so there was
0: um there was like the the sort of like occult division with the nazis you know what i mean all these pseudo sciences and they were always looking for the next miracle weapon so in one of these reports they had like this bell they called it because it was like basically a shape and uh a lot of this is based off of running electricity through and like you'll have two like charges at opposite ends of whatever conductive material and like where that collides, it produces an anti-rivetic uh, force. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. So they had this concept applied, they think to like the B2 bomber because, or like the, uh, the F-17 because they have like these depleted, the uranium, like leading edges on the craft. Right. And it's like perfectly symmetrical. There's like these straight, sharp lines that you don't find on any of their aircraft. And then they terminate like a point in the back. And you could see uh, there's been reports of like seeing these B 2 bombers and these like uh, F 17s and stuff. F- is 117, I think? Mm-hmm. And uh, so you could see ionized trails just like the Ouro Borealis behind them suggesting that they are using high voltage charges and they they even released a report where like the b2 bomber did a test run they're like oh yeah we're going from washington to mississippi and the flight according to all normal speeds reported capable of being achieved by this craft was that like the flight would take like six hours and then they're like we're here at like two and a half hours, right? So they went like twice as fast as they reported that they were able to go, mm. um. And so almost every scientist, like backyard scientist, every you know Nazi scientist that had been working on these sorts of things, like you know after World War II, like we just hid, we confiscated all of these German scientists, uh, yeah, well, put them to work, the you know, von Braun. von Braun, a name Operation Paperclip, Paperclip, yeah, yeah, and uh, so then they continue this with like backyard scientists, and so. In this uh, report, you know, this book, um, "The Hunt for Zero Point Energy" by Nick Cook, he's seeking out these backyard scientists, and they're like, "Look, like I can't talk about this stuff. Like I've got Men in Black literally after me." And uh, one of the common occurrences was like, they didn't care if they tried to solve the zero point energy machine, like a, a energy generator, right? But they said, "You're not allowed to touch aeronautics or anti gravitics." Like, don't go there. We'll know. Like, we'll, yeah. we'll see every book you checked out from the library. We'll yeah. know who you talk to. Like, you stay away from anything, which is basically UFO technology.
2: Yeah. Bob Lazar talked about anti-gravity. It's like a fucking uh, Iron Man reactor, <laughs> you know, small little fucking like half a
1: basketball mm-hmm. size thing that is basically anti-gravity. And he... uh his partner, Barry, or whatever he is, uh, told him, like, try to touch it. So, when he tried to touch it, it was like trying to put two magnets together with and polarities. Mm-hmm. And it, you couldn't touch it, you know. And that's powered the whole thing. Kind of like Iron Man's, like, literally, they're called
0: repulsors. are His, yeah. his main weapons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's well,
1: all kinds of crazy stuff, man.
0: But there's, like, some videos. You can go on the YouTube rabbit hole and find some videos where they're, like, allegedly performing these experiments of anti-gravitics and, you know, they're up for, like, three days and then account suspended, and then these guys just get, yeah. dis- get disappeared.
1: Right, real quick. <laughs> fucking flashy laser thing comes out and <laughs> they forget who they are and all kinds of stuff. I mean, I think Men in Black
0: probably... probably not called that, but... Yeah, they they for sure, if there's... Like they're like the super secret service. <laughs> yeah. Just put a a super or a mega. the real secret service. yo. one, they're one more adjective up the ladder. Yeah, they got another letter. Yeah. Um, but if if you are on the premise that aliens do exist and they are capable of interstellar travel, with all the radio chatter that we've put out into the universe, no, yeah, it makes sense that we'd we'd be far. picked up by now. Yeah. Uh, we just watched Battleship the other day. Mm-hmm.
1: Seen that? Yeah, Liam Neeson and yeah, fucking, other people. <laughs> that's when I seen the uh, the big giant Lord Helmet head fucking things you were wearing, and I was like, he was wearing that thing. Oh, they're miserable. They're like but, six uh, pounds. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But they basically the movie was that they sent out a signal into deep space, and then the aliens came. Yeah, it was like a the three a.m. You up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, they came and were basically taking over the world and then battleships had to fight in the old school grid style battleship b2 and shit <clears throat> and they ended up winning with a bunch of old ass veterans like there ain't no way they're sinking this battleship and then the old dude they were like chilling on the what's that fucking museum
0: over there in Honolulu? oh uh, the USS arizona i think that's it they yeah, were like that's the shit that was sunk in the bay they were uh well, it's still there, I think, right? yeah, it's still there. my um <clears throat> one of my uncles is like a welder there what was the I one in the movie it? it was pro- probably
1: the same, it was still floating there, in yeah,
0: yeah, it's still it's still floating they've they've like raised it,
1: oh okay, well, anyway, there was that one, and uh like the the guys that were on the ship are like the ones that do the tours, yeah, everything's analog, old as fuck,
0: but uh yeah, oh, this is the, the Pearl Harbor <laughs> National Memorial. Yeah, that the, the big white building that looks like a... It was a boat. Okay.
1: Still floating there. Um, they turned it to a museum. But anyway, they had to fight the fucking aliens with that thing, and a bunch of old-ass dudes on there, like, fucking, let's drop some lead on these motherfuckers. <laughs> it was awesome. <clears throat> yeah, they were, like, getting the fuck down with, like, 50 cows, but, uh, yeah, they, they, you know, that was the premise of that movie, they, like, sent a deep space signal, and then Somebody answered. <laughs> it was not good. Um, then there's all kinds of fucking, like you said. If you go on YouTube, you go on a deep dive, man. And there's like, oh, they're uh, dimensional, multi-dimensional beings, and you know they just like appear. Um, uh, that was even in like, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. That was like their thing. You know, they were. But I mean, you go into like. Uh, ancient aliens
0: that's a great fucking show but let's um let's talk about that right there's there's a lot of alleged stolen valor between like what aliens possibly could have done versus what humans could have done like the pyramids i think that people couldn't have built them because they're too big so obviously the next best thing is aliens right right yeah there's a lot of um a lot of math right astronomy is a lot of math a lot of logging so you need civilizations that exist for a certain period of time to be able to determine these patterns you can't spend 10 years and figure out the cosmos like this is a generational thing you have you know shamans or magi or whatever looking at the stars recording the keeping those documents to relay to the next generation so a lot of a lot of math like people are really good at math that's one of our advantages as a a species international or interstellar language yeah yes yeah, it's, it's it's universal and um so they think that with a lot of these points there's like two uh, theories that either a lot of our structures point towards like winter or summer solstices or certain um, uh, constellations in the sky to determine that that's the place where like meteors come from because we go through periods where we go through like meteor showers and meteor belts and yeah. so if they existed on the surface of the planet and for, like, six years there was nothing but fiery explosions in the sky, once they get out of that and the uh, skies clear up and they come out from underground, like, yeah, this is the time that shit went south. So let's record this, let's build structures so that people see this correlation in the future. Didn't and, we uh, talk about this in the war one? There was, yeah. like, a place in there that was, like, a whole
1: city underground.
0: Yeah, so that's uh, Gobekli Tepe. But yeah. then... um it was
1: like a rock with uh, some guy found in, like, New Mexico or something, and it had, like, the same symbol as, like, a a crop circle. Yeah, it was, like, around, like, the
0: Roswell area. Um, so, w- yeah, a lot of these these temples, right, because it's usually a temple that conducts your astronomy. It's usually these clerics of some sort, um, and it's a lot affiliated with religions, right? Like, my god is that constellation or this right. and that, all these different figures. One of the interesting things you can look into is um, in Vedic literature, you have like the battle of uh, Vedas between Indra and Ritra, like these two, um, you know, god and demon uh, between the Devas and the Asuras. And they talk about like, you know, white lights in the sky, the sands became glass, you know, like people couldn't return to this place or they'd die for, you know, several decades. You start Radiation. talking about their their flaming chariots in the sky, and you're like, right. this is a space battle. Like <laughs> they're describing an eight thousand year old space battle between aliens that just popped off into the hood, decided to take out their, you know their the angst on each other, and then it's like bounced and uh right. spilled
1: over into into our shit. Yeah, when
0: we think of like we watched Stargate, like yeah, that's an episode of Stargate. By right. by any, you know, of measurement, we have popular like media now talking about if humans went to lower you know, great right. civilizations and they had their spaceships and then they had this wacky adventure. And then the protagonist beats the little antagonist warlord of that country and playing it. And then they boogie off, you know, even in, I
1: keep bringing up Indiana Jones, but like, Oh, they're interdimensional beings, but uh, we'll get there. They, uh, you know, like there's some ancient cultures that like bind the head of the baby to make it like elongated. Yep. And uh, the skull was like that, so they basically was trying to look like their god, and, you know, they they depict in Egypt and all these other things, like, you know, the god has wings because they associate them with birds because they fly. Mm -hmm. Shit like that, so, I mean, there's all kinds of theories that, you know, like, the aliens came down, wanted to mine gold and precious metals, and. So then, you know, they started breeding with, like, the indigenous things that were here, you know, chimp-looking people. Then you get the Nephilim. Yeah, you get the whatever,
0: you know, Nephilims, or whatever you want to call, call them. Uh, well, Nephilim's the, uh, the spawn between angels and humans that created the half-giants, the Nephilim.
1: Yeah, I know what they are. But, yeah, whatever you want to call them, you know, then you basically Neanderthals. <laughs> you know? So you get, like, and then they come down mm-hmm. every... 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, whatever, 50 years, and and breed again until we got our current. So a lot of people think that humans were created as a slave race. So we're all slaves. You think the aliens out there are like, damn, Homo sapiens, you look breedable. (laughs) Well, I don't think they were Homo sapiens then, but that had to be a little... That'd suck for the guy that had... Damn, Homo erectus, you look breedable. (laughs) There was like one in there named Dave, one alien named Dave, and they're like, Dave, uh, you got to take one for the team here, homie. You got to go bang that champ over there, man. <laughs> Dave's like, ah, he's got his big fucking helmet on. He's like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. Uh, there's all kinds of weird theories when you really do a
2: deep dive. But I mean, you know, recently in the last. Four to five years, uh six years, whatever, they uh made Space Force.
1: So with the largest of size, yeah. And like they like ramped that shit up real fast. So maybe somebody that was in power got a little bit of taste of some shit and was like, This is stupendous, this is huge. Huge huge news. We ha- we have to we have to secure space. Space is the next final frontier. That's what Captain Picard said. Huge. I'm gonna be the first to ever secure space.
2: <laughs> but yeah, you know
1: that shit. And before that, I mean, we've had capabilities to do it for a long time, and nobody either thought to do it or wanted to do it. So,
0: oh, I think we talked a little bit uh, about this before. Is like there's no profit in it, right? There's yeah, it costs a lot of money to protect the planet from aliens and asteroids, but no one wants to pay that fucking bill. Yeah, it doesn't so make you money.
1: That particular president was like, yo, we gotta do this. So, maybe he knew something, man. Maybe, you know, maybe he found out there's aliens living on Earth already. Maybe he is an alien. <laughs> and That's
0: why he was high on Robitussin all the time?
1: Something. I mean, I don't know. What the fuck? You know, <laughs> We don't know anything because the government don't tell you shit.
0: I <laughs> has got you abducted think that? up
1: there you think that or people think that boom cool. hmm. thanks china well, the alley-oop. Man, there's all kinds of crazy shit um and there's all kinds of theories that we went to the moon and then we went over to the dark side of the moon and nobody ever sees and there's like an alien base there just chilling and they were like yo you know plant your little flag do your fucking picture shoot and then get the fuck out of here and don't ever come back
0: I think that a uh, horror movie called like Apollo something. Uh, is
1: that the one with the big monster that comes out of the cave? It, and eats Yeah. Them? Shit was it awesome. Eats them all. Uh, then there was like a you know, theory that there was a, na- a Nazi base on the fucking dark side of the moon. Yeah, then there's uh, the superstructure theory.
0: Moon is metal.
1: That it was hollow, and they actually made a really good fucking movie, Moonfall.
0: Still, haven't, still haven't finished that. I started you gotta it. watch it, man. It's
1: good. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was, you know, that whole thing where it rang for like an hour
2: when they landed mm-hmm. on it. And that's a whole other episode. But, uh, <laughs> Aliens. Um, we're not talking about the
1: illegal kind. I guess technically they would be illegal aliens if they just, like, showed up one day, right? Well, they're
0: not even, like, Earth citizens. They're not Terran (laughs) citizens, so...
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're not even the human race, so I guess... Maybe they are. You're right. Maybe they're, like, us
2: in the future. There was a movie, um, Time Trap, I think. So, the people are looking for uh, the Fountain
1: of Youth. Okay. And then, like, this one dude, he's, like, in the 70s or some shit, he's... goes into this cavern and finds it. But when you go into that cavern, you go into a time trap, and then, like, there's this light flashing over this, like, ceiling hole. Okay. Well, that's the sun, and every time that light goes by, that's a year. Oh, and it's man. happening in minutes. So
0: you're in there for, you know, three hours, and it's, like, fucking 30 years. It sounds like a, one of those writing prompts you get from an online, like, writing app. It's good shit,
1: man. Um, and, you know, they get lost in there. And there's still, like, conquistadors in there. And, uh, and like, ancient, like, indigenous people or whatever. And they're still, like, fighting over the Fountain of Youth. You know? Right. So, basically, you, to bring the water out, you would be in there for, like, 30 years. But uh, us in the future go down to save the people because the world's ended now and we're like huge we're like nine feet tall Mm -hmm. and fucking it's they think he's an alien but it's just a guy from the future trying to get them out and it's thousands of years into the future
0: so (laughs) uh yeah we could we could talk about that too there's a um a pretty good movie that came out uh, talking about what we'd have to do in order to live on, I think it was Jupiter. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure it was. It was weird looking. Um, trying to remember the name of it now. Uh, it was of our Netflix, but basically they they subject this dude to like a bunch of genetic modification.
1: So oh, look- does this have the dude from Avatar in it? Titan.
0: Yeah, Titan, that's Titan, it. A. Titan A.E.? Yeah, no, not A.E. That's the old, like, oh, one. Oh, Titan. It was just Titan. Yeah, just Titan. The Titan. Yeah, so it was the moon Titan that they were they were trying to go to. Yeah. Um, for the, like, yeah, Gallagher. and they,
1: yeah, they had to, like, upgrade him, basically. He had, like, metal skin and, yeah, continue.
0: Yeah, so it, it drove the dude insane and, like, went all crazy, killed his wife and everyone and he else. he turned so. into
1: like, some kind of monster
2: thing. Right. Um, yeah. Fucking horrible. And that's why would you volunteer for that? That's a possibility. <laughs> you look at
0: like the, the uh, I think it's called the the Dark Night object that's floating around, like orbiting us. Mm. And they're like, oh, it's like the the Dark Night satellite, r- r- proof that we had an old civilization that was advanced and had spacefaring I've never and capabilities. Heard of this. Yeah, um, but it's just like classified as an object, and like there's no there's no real good information on it. It basically just seems like a piece of, like, space debris. Right. Um, but, of course, any time there's anything we don't have a positive answer for, there's going to be a conspiracy theory on it. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, what if we have humanity that at some point in our history reached interstellar levels of technology and uh, they modified themselves in order to suit those pursuits? Fuck yeah. And then they decide to come back and because of dilation of space-time, you know, it might have been like, oh, we're gonna come back in like two hundred years once everything's cool, and then it's right. thousands of years. We just have Captain Kirk
1: going around breeding with all the fucking purple and green chicks, just fucking alien chicks everywhere, man. Do you imagine what his uh, child Kirk. support looks like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You owe me one million space stel- stellar coins units. Yeah, it's always units and credits. credits. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, uh, there was another, there was an episode of, like, The Outer Limits, the show back in the day where, like, the kids start to, like, get these, like, sores on them, mm-hmm. and under the sore is, like, metal, and their skin turns metal, so, because the sun's, like, heating up,
0: weirdly hot. It was basically the techno-organic <laughs> virus for cable from the X-Men.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: sort of, you know, so... Who knows, man? Um, Me personally, I think that the uh,
1: government knows a lot of things and they don't want to tell us none of them. So this is probably one of them. They probably had this. I mean, all your shit that you use nowadays is probably alien tech.
0: Yeah, so we're a pretty young species, all things considered. Took a while for our galaxy to get its shit together into a spiral arm and then took longer for our solar system to to work shit out. Put us a third rock from the sun. We're pretty new when you look at the history of the Earth on, like, those infographic charts. We're, like, this this small two-pixel sliver for the last, you know, 20,000 years of civilization or 200,000 years for the uh, human species. Right. And um, we advanced pretty quick. You know what I mean? In just the last hundred years, we went from first taking to the skies of our planet to literally landing on, like, another astronomical body. So... Right. That's pretty good. I mean, not only that, dude, like,
1: think about the 50s. I mean, I know we weren't there, but, you know, like, think about the 50s and, like, the technology that they had was, like, extreme rudimentary. And then you have this thing that lands allegedly, you know, or crashes, and then, then you have this, like, rash of technological advancement. You know, cell phones, even the big ass ones that look like a
2: VCR. You know, right? We never had the batteries. So I don't.
0: I don't really attribute the like technological, like the second industrial revolution or whatever you want to call it, uh, to potential alien tech. I think primarily it was just the advent of like proper communication because, like, anytime the there's communication, like, there's money to be made. You know, we went mm. from. Sending letters about developments across the world to, uh you know, like one-way messages with your, you
2: know, and then code. we
0: get up to you know telephones. So yeah, we went from like carrier pigeons to VR chat in hundred <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> that's a pretty big leap. That's big as fuck. then the next hundred years the next thousand years it's it's hard to really fathom what that's going to look like so even if another civilization had that amount of time like you go through the problem of at some point a civilization a species uh that's like you know intelligent is going to either like destroy themselves right by destroying their planet or you know war some sort of virus or whatever it is nuclear um they're going to get their shit together and create like a perfect utopian society and then solve all of their problems and get along and then just keep advancing themselves. Or they're just going to have to fracture and shoot themselves across the stars and like recognize it's space. Like no pun intended is just better for their development. But so given this like three phase problem, right? Like they kill themselves and we never learn about them. They unionize and create like a perfect utopia. and then. Or they they split themselves among the stars. So we could be seeing, and that's just like one species. So how many other species are out there, potentially, that are sentient, intelligent, capable of interstellar travel? So we start thinking about aliens like the little greys, lizard people. Like Man, there could be like 50 different species of aliens that have dropped by the planet at some point. That yeah, it's got a whole name. were it's, seeded by another planet or uh, another species. Even in Star Trek, they had uh, the Genesis
2: program on, like uh, the search for Spock or whatever. And take dead
1: planets and make new planets that were alive. But uh planetary recycling, sort of like they're basically like take Mars and then like have this like. Big Bang thing that they shot into it, and it would like promote growth, like a giant planetary sperm shotgun, basically. Yeah, I'm just nut all over, fucking make it happen.
0: Uh, <laughs> Seahorse style, <laughs> yeah. Engineer goo. <laughs> all right, so my my theory, right for the most part, is I think that we are pretty well locked into this, like. Three dimensional space. Mm-hmm. You have uh, a couple different movies that like showcases pretty well. Um, like Arrival is pretty good. It's yeah, a great movie. Yeah, really, really good movie.
1: There, that's the one with the uh, Charlie Sheen, right? Where yeah. They're, like terraforming.
0: You got the backwards legs. I think Arrival was the um, the one where we were trying to communicate with them. We had like that the linguist and they're like these. Octopods, yeah, they're behind that big white room, and they keep trying yeah, to talk yeah. to him.
1: Jo- Jody Foster, yeah. Did you see the one with Charlie Sheen? Um, the aliens like were shapeshifters and had like backwards legs, and they fucking were terraforming the Earth, making it hotter. If you haven't seen it, you fucking love I don't,
0: it. no. This sounds a lot like um, uh, what the fuck was it? This sounds like one of like Neil Bloomcamp. Type in uh, uh, Charlie Sheen alien movie. Okay, yeah, the Arrival. The Arrival, nineteen ninety six. Yeah,
1: man, that one was wild. The one that said obey and stuff. That was They Live with Roddy Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie too. What
0: was that what was that movie about space travel where they um they go out they spend like some time on that planet? and It's like you know three hours and it's actually like you know twenty years or whatever. Uh, By the end of the movie, they find out that they, like, the one guy goes into the black hole and comes out into, like, a ninth-dimensional reality. Who's in it? I was God. I'm I'm terrible right now. My my brain is not working. But he, like, he winds up seeing the initiating event with his daughter, and he, like, he pushes a book off of the bookshelf. And then, like, kind of starts the whole, like,
2: quest itself. In, is it Interstellar? Sounds familiar. Yeah.
0: Interstellar 2014. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, it's got Matthew McConaughey and Jessica yeah. Chastain and yeah. Hathaway. Yeah, that's it. Um, So that's pretty cool because that suggests that humanity reaches a point where we exist beyond th- the three dimensions that we're used to. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're a like a theoretical species versus like a physical one. And I think that could explain a lot of what we find with alien encounters like it would make sense to me that if you have a species that chooses the second route and just unifies and focuses on like healing their planet making sure that it's prosperous um they've they reach a sort of like universal kindness for themselves and they're able to introspect right Mm mm-hmm Again, this gets into, like, pseudo-woo-woo science that there's no real evidence for. But it would make sense to me that if there's any credit to stuff like uh, astral projection or remote viewing, um, if there's any concept of, like, consciousness that it can exist outside of the body, if we can divorce that but maintain our identity... And perhaps even like our power are able to manifest will upon the universe. That's like basically the same thing as a ghost, right? Mm -hmm. It exists, but it doesn't exist. Right. Can't actually affect certain forms of energy like a TV, your radio. That's like a poltergeist. Yeah. Like if this whole species adapted, right, and grew themselves to become spiritual beings versus physical beings then the concept of space-time and distance and everything, mm-hmm. like, falls away, right? They could be, exist as higher-dimensional beings that don't need to utilize technology. They're utilizing, like, will and, like, knowledge, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, to any less sophisticated society, like, high technology can appear as magic. Right. right. So... Even fucking Bob Lazar
1: said that, they never did figure it out while he was there. And he was like, we just basically left it like it was magic.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and, and he's like, I don't know if they got any
0: further since I left, but, like, they they never did figure it out while I was there. Yeah, so it's it's entirely possible that we have, like, you know, what if these, these beings uh, show themselves to us to certain times? It's like, yeah, i in you look at old testament biblical angels where they have like a thousand eyes and you know crowns of fire and like eight wings you're like that's pretty abstract that's not that's not something you can draw a uh analog from in our like modern world right that's just so alien as like a good term and mm-hmm. so i think that what if we've been misinterpreting communication and it's just been a- like, aliens, right? Representing themselves as higher beings, deities, or right. like, demigods, whatever. Yeah,
1: that was, like, the whole thing behind, like, Stargate. Ra was
2: an alien. Yeah. Um, some dude.
1: Yeah, and he, like, took the body of the other kid and lived forever. And it was the whole thing. And then Stargates took you, like, instantly across the whole galaxy. Who knows, man? I mean, we don't really know what the fuck's going on. Government ain't going to tell us.
0: Airplane noise, hold up. Airplane noise! Is it an airplane? Notice this and...
1: This is part of podcasting, son.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Joe has got a nice office probably out of an airstream, but we're right by the airport.
1: It's like the loudest airplane that's ever existed. For a prop plane? That's insane. Flying
2: around in circles.
1: You're talking about aliens over there. It's, an, it's a government plane. <laughs> talking about aliens over there, let's fly this airplane over there and fuck up your show.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you look at a lot of the evidence, of, like drawings and stuff that they left, or like even just how they describe things. Like, yeah, that's not, that ain't normal. You can mm-hmm. see old drawings of their gods that have like space helmets on, like it's clear as right. fucking day. They <laughs> got yeah, space helmets on, like the helmets. and they're drawing their UFOs like Renaissance paintings. You find UFOs in the background. You are like, okay, so we've we've been knowing, you know, right? But I guess the question is, like, what if is they it a,
1: fucking exist in? What if it's like Men in Black? There is a whole society, and a whole, they're just like, hiding. Economy. Yeah, and they're just hiding in in plain sight like like fucking Da Vinci was probably a goddamn alien, you know. Elvis didn't die he just went home.
0: So <laughs> yeah, let's let's jump into that cuz I was going to bring this up. I was I was sitting on the toilet earlier. Oh no, god, my Dave's toilet thoughts. talk. Dave's yeah, yeah. toilet talk. I was thinking about Tesla. And um so let's could be let's let's push this over to our our Kardashev uh scale for civilizations. Right? So we got the um the uh astronomer and scientist Nikolai Kardashev, nineteen sixty-four, all right, created these like charts. So you have like the type one, type two, type three uh civilizations, and that represents like their energy consumption. So type one consumes I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> So type one consumes like ten to the sixteenth power watts of energy. The type two is like ten to the twenty-sixth power watts, and this is all pulled from Wikipedia just for like a brief reference. Um, And type three is like ten to the thirty-sixth power watts of energy, and uh, it's basically um, planetary, solar system, galactic, (laughs) and galactic. Yeah. Uh. So that's like consumption. So when you talk about like the Dyson sphere, right? Like Corbin brought up earlier. Well, what is a
2: Dyson Sphere?
0: Oh, never mind. Okay, yeah, so uh, stage two is your Dyson Sphere, right?
1: So essentially it goes around the sun and harnesses the power of the sun as like a generator. Okay. Right. I got it.
0: Yeah, whereas, like, we... I just skip. learned what that is just now. Like, yeah. Like, right before we started the show, I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, so like, we have nuclear reactors. Where
1: we're spinning, <laughs> My fucking like... 12-year-old's telling me about a Dyson Sphere. I'm like, oh, God. I'm an idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm always at work. Yeah, so, so uh, like, we have nuclear reactors that split, like, just grams of physical material. Right. Right. And then you think about, okay, what if there's something that's tens of thousands of times of our planet size of all physical material? Yeah, ridiculous. That's, that's a, a large amount of energy. Um so yeah, a Dyson sphere literally encloses a sun and turns that into its core. But the issue that was in Moonfall. It sounds about right.
1: Yeah, yeah, they it checks they, out. they grew the, they they built the superstructure around a
0: star, and the Dyson sphere was what powered it. Yep. So that's 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 what that is, everyone. Uh, but there's a lot of problems with that theory. Yeah. One, you need the mass in order to make that. So easiest way that they've suggested is you have know, self-replicating robots you know, nanobots that just float around in space. And then they consume, they cannibalize asteroids for their metals and then make more nanobots and stuff. That's it, that literally takes, moonfall. It takes a lot of time, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then they became sentient and started
0: killing it. And then
1: it started falling.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we could literally have, we could have started this, Right thousands millions of years ago and it still might not be ready so at some point like i think uh in our our situation never mind going to that later but the dyson sphere itself you have all this energy there's no conceivable way as of right now suggests we do have all the mass like we have a whole planet just of iron that we're able to utilize and turn into steel for this thing we don't have the um the energy transfer capabilities. Right. Like, you, What kind of outlet from do you there need to, for a, a sun? You know what I mean? You
1: can't just plug an extension cord
0: into that shit, you know? Right. So that's a big problem. But that was potentially solved by Nikola Tesla with his wireless charging. That dude was a G, man. Or he was talking to aliens. Or he was an alien.
1: Um, You talking about that, the big tower thing that, that he had? Yeah. It was, and then, like the something with the ground, right? Power through the ground, and I don't yeah. remember exactly how. Yeah, it you, went, could,
0: you could like stick a light bulb in the ground, and it would light up. Um, so he had wireless energy transmission,
1: right? Back and then, then, yeah, and then uh, found out that like uh, the pyramid shape was like the uh, basically superconductor situation.
0: Yeah, there's a lot
1: of, um... There, oh, I've seen it on uh, Abandoned Show, like his, his work, his thing is still there, like he, yeah. the thing that he his owned, but they, factory and stuff. they just dismantled the, the actual tower, but like the big circular shape that's inside of the triangular shape is still there, so he like built this thing, like a pyramid with a circular tower in the middle of it. That's yeah, a uh, like piezoelectric. <laughs> So, guy was smart, man.
0: <laughs> guy was mad smart. Can you imagine if he was alive now? I, I wish. If, yeah, like, me too, because fuck. If I, could, if I could be any celebrity. I
1: think we would have world peace if Tesla was alive right now. Uh, he'd just be shot. No, 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 man. I think there's a lot of people that would be like, you ain't shooting Tesla, bitch. <laughs> you know? Uh, he died alone. And Penniless. insane, <laughs> Penniless, insane, because... Uh, the conglomerates fucked him in the ass, basically. Uh, uh, I mean, he could have just went home, if that's what you're saying. He's like, man, fuck this place, don't want to learn nothing. Well, fuck him. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. He could have been was... a men in black guy.
0: Yeah, he lived a full life. He was, what, like, 86 or something like that. He, like, died with his pet pigeon or some shit. Uh, Died from coronary thrombosis. What, whatever the hell that is. Isn't
1: coronary something with your eyes?
0: Uh, coronary his oh, blood your heart, blood, your heart. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he was he was probably approached by like those men in black. You know what I mean? Like he was on the verge of giving unlimited energy to the world free of charge, and between private ventures, government interaction, different agents harassing him, Edison like, dude just lost his lost his everything. Edison, including function. his mind. Edison, yeah, piece of shit.
1: Yeah, DC versus AC and all that shit, and now we're using AC. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, Elvis. All right, Elvis wasn't alive anymore. Was like, <laughs> no, not,
0: that, not then.
1: Elvis was like the overlord. It's like, all right, Tesla, bring your ass on home. I'm going to take care of this for you. It came down like, I feel alone,
2: And then there you go. Yeah, well,
0: thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, so, uh, (laughs) there's there's potential that, like, you know, maybe he he was in contact with some sort of astral entity that helped direct him. Because a lot of times we'll get in these, like, flurries of uh, inspiration from the muse, you know what I mean? And they have those eureka moments. They have a dream. uh, Didn't he go
1: to the pyramids at some point? Tesla was, I, I thought I saw some shit on him where he, like. Studied the pyramids and found out like
0: this is what you need to do to make this shit work. Uh, I'm gonna have to pick up a a, a biography on him because I don't I don't know for sure exactly what all his travels were, but yeah, I'm um, pretty sure he got the idea from like the ancient
1: pyramids because he was like super curious person, you know. So he's like, "Why the fuck did they build these big ass things in the middle of the desert?"
2: Oh.
0: This is why. Yeah, they've <laughs> always been in an enigma. It's hard to say. Um, an enigma. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think, Ash? Do you think we, we have had contact with aliens? What do you think they look like? What do you think they want? I mean, dude, even, even the Bob
1: Lazar guy was talking about the crafts, you know, and he got to go inside of it to study it. And he was like, it was extremely small in there, you know. He's like, I'm like 5'10". And I couldn't stand all the way up. So, and the seats were small. They were, they were like this half basketball shaped sphere in the middle. And there's three seats facing it. they are small little seats, like the size of like a child seat. It's, you know, so at best these beings or whatever was flying this thing were like three foot tall. Yeah. They're pretty small. You're
0: going to square up to one.
1: Corbin, uh, like, beats up an alien, drawing like, throwing hands, like, fucking...
0: <laughs> show, shows up in the National Enquirer.
1: Yeah. Will Smith's the fuck out of it, punches it in yeah. the face, like, in this Independence Day. Welcome to Earth, motherfucker. No, yeah, uh, I mean,
0: it makes sense. They're, they're smaller bodies, because, like, their technology does everything that they need to, yeah. physically. You even think of, like,
1: Men in Black with the dude, in, the little dude inside the big dude's so head. So tiny.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's,
2: yeah. Um who knows, man. I don't know what they look like, but I think they're definitely a thing and
1: for all we know, they could just be us in the future. Um, there's all kinds of things like anytime there's like a, a nuclear war situation mm-hmm. that these tic tacs show up. Yeah. I saw a whole thing where like they were they were getting ready to launch some nukes and like these tic tac things shoot show up and shut off everything. Everything just shuts the fuck off. Like maybe they, you know, it's parallel universe, you know, a Back to the Future situation, like a paradox, you know, and and they they show up and like, yo, this is what fucked everything up. This is why we're here. Click, turn everything off. So I don't know, man. I mean, I don't think we're the only thing that lives in the in the universe because it's basically infinite.
2: You know, um, I don't think we should. uh be all gung-ho on going deep
1: spacing, you know? I don't th- I don't think we should be, like, sending deep space
0: probes. I think we should be careful just like anything else, you know? I mean, yeah, we're uh, it's diving in the deep blue sea. You know what I mean? We don't belong there. We're not equipped yet. Yeah, I mean, then with that, dude, you get into whole things of, like,
1: people aren't originally from Earth. You heard this theory? Like, you know, because we don't have webbed feet. Right. We can't breathe underwater. And the planet's mostly water. We, uh, we don't have any hair. We live in cold. Mm-hmm. We're not able to live in extreme heat.
0: Not really. There's also the aquatic ape theory, or like from my own uh, analysis, you look at yourself, you're wearing a shirt right now. Right? Your Your shirt literally sits there and chafes against your arms, so you have a lot less hair on your upper shoulders, you know, than you do on your forearms. Right. Um, if you're wearing shorts or whatever, you generally have more hair on your calves than you do your thighs. There's a lot of like how our bodies are right now, as far as hair is concerned, I don't know if this has to do with aliens, but like seems like chafing from clothes that we invented at some point. Um you do have like the aquatic ape theory, which explains uh, a lot of those other uh points of contention that you had. Um but no it's entirely possible because we still haven't found you know the missing link and everything else but our dna is close doesn't mean that they couldn't have like taken dna from of earlier species of us and then just modified it and cloned you like, know, we could all be clones of you know this progenitor monkey p- 2.0 just monkeying around
2: yeah
1: um hey, who fucking knows man and like we're probably never knowing our Lifetime, or even his lifetime, next lifetime. Oh, it's it's
0: unless they just decide to show up one day. But I mean, they probably have, and we just can't validate. You know what I mean? Like they're not sticking around. Yeah. All I mean, all these different stories. You ever see that movie The Abyss?
1: Yeah, for sure. Where there's like aliens in the ocean, mm-hmm. um, and they were like going to destroy the world, but they didn't because of the one guy. But yeah, have seen that Corbin? Not
2: yet. Oh, we got to watch that then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show it to him. But, uh, I don't know, man. I just, uh, it's just like anything else. Uh, I don't think we should be necessarily inviting anyone here um, until we're, like, really geared up for it, like some Star Trek-type shit, you know? We're, like, they got the Federation. In Star Trek, you never hear about, you know, Earth having bores did mm-hmm. shit still until we can like get along here with our own races and our own people. We shouldn't be trying to go and find nobody else. No, that's
0: that's what I mean. Like we either have to get together, or we're all gonna die, or we well, we splinter off and just shoot like seeding uh, spaceships across the stars and hope that one lands on another. So we're land. a virus, pretty much
1: interstellar virus people yeah. A, a lot of
0: if, if an alien species is coming here and mass, they probably mean to cannibalize our uh, our resources. You know, I mean, there,
1: there was that one movie, uh, with the like bug looking people. Um, they were like uh, district, yeah, uh, district, district nine or eight, nine or eight or something. They yeah. yeah, they were like just refugees, and then people were like racist against the aliens, and it was a big uprising.
0: Dude, I, I really like that movie. Any anything that Neil does is incredible. That yeah, guys probably. I mean, um, <laughs> he's got a couple. Uh, he's got his own project uh, or Oat Studios, something like that. He does a oh, lot of like, he short did Yeah, nice. Yeah, so all of those, like the River God. Um, that
1: shit was jamming. That fucking weird ass thing with the fucking fingers and like the oh man with the body, like all the bodies came, all the human bodies came together and like. Created this big ass monster and oh, had like yeah, five hundred
0: I mean, eyes. River God is incredible, um, dude. That shit was terrible. Yeah, oh, and terrifying. In that movie, <laughs> uh, just they, um, they forgot how to use their technology. They they were in retrograde, like they were becoming more base creatures because they hadn't utilized, you know, their technology or like uh, advanced their society or, or maintained it in. How knows like you don't know how long it was, it doesn't give you a hard answer, but you assume like over hundreds or thousands of years they've just right. been trying to survive and barely made it here. Yeah, I mean, if you were stuck in this room and uh, no one ever taught you how to use a computer, and I mean, like you'd have all these things around you, you have no a yeah, the Zoolander situation,
1: like it's inside the computer and they're like banging on it. <laughs> Trying to crack it open and get what it is out.
0: this is an for? Uh, a school made for ants? <laughs> uh
1: needs to be at least three times this size. That guy was an idiot. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, man. Aliens are real, I think. We can't be the only thing in the world or in the universe, you know? We just can't. What's the name of that one that is, like, bigger than Earth? Like, they call it, like, Super Earth, but it's... Some shit, but yeah, it's like has water and mm-hmm. it's green, and who knows something's has to i mean we're, we're only judging on how we live right, like xenomorphs live in everything
0: yeah so i i've I've got this other working theory that if there's a non like spiritual alien species that's contacting us, all of the contact through our history through like religion and text and whatever. It's all like super sporadic, and mm-hmm. it's never super similar. Like there's always like slight differences in how they're projected, or like what ships they're coming in, um, or even just like what they tell us. Like some bring agriculture and like you know engineering, yeah, and yeah, others that's, that's demand sacrifices. So it really seems to me that, in the same vein that we approach like, uh, Sentinel Island. Right? The last uncontacted tri- or relatively uncontacted tribe in the world. Mm-hmm. Those guys that like threw spears at helicopters and like killed that uh, <laughs> preacher kid that went over there oh, and tried to yeah, teach them like about Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up murdered him. They um, fucking ate his ass. So, but like we have laws as a Earth civilization trying to protect these like underdeveloped people. I would think if there is a galactic force out there, Right communication between different species, there's got to be some ground rules as to not, you know, or like limiting contact with lower forms of society until they're able to reach out to them. You know right. what I mean? Um, so if there has been contact, it's probably not from that galactic civilization because they'd come formally. You know what I mean? Hey, we recognize you have nuclear weapons and space travel. Would you like to join our group? Right, like, that hasn't happened. So these are like one-offs. Yeah, these are like space outlaws, you know what I mean? Like these are like space drug runners or, right. or whatever else. It's it's these like one by like these one off wacky. He's encounters. a Belchinian. <laughs> um so I don't think that these aliens would be representative of like that Galactic Federation and like what their um uh, whatever their will is, you know what I mean? Like what they want to do or how they want to operate. These are encounters that are the maybe not the antithesis, but like outside of what we should expect in a formal right. offering. Right. Um It's probably why we get butt probed all the time.
1: Right yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, who knows, you know. Fucking you look like Guardians of the Galaxy, there's all these different
2: things, people, group. Yeah, so. we,
0: we can get along, I think.
2: It would take a
1: long fucking time. Yeah. but I mean, go back to Star Trek, dude, like. We don't even know anything, you know, for all we know, there's a bunch of fucking Klingons near Uranus over there fucking with a cloaking device and you you can't see them and they're just riding around. Even the one where they were trying to save the whales, the Star Trek movie, we were saving the whales, you know, remember that one? It was like the third one, I think. I
0: didn't see that one. No,
1: it still had Kirk in it. Okay. It's from, like, the 90s, I think. I'll have
0: to look up Star Trek Save Space Whales.
1: Well, no, they were they were home-back whales. Okay. Like, some probes came to their time. Right. And was speaking in, like, whale. Oh, my God. <laughs> Essentially, it was, like, that, you know, language, I guess. Right. And they couldn't talk to it, and it was going to kill everything. And whale whales whales were extinct. Holy shit. In in their time. So they went back in time and um uh, basically took these two whales that were in captivity with them to then speak to the whale. The the thing. It was good. The cocaine's it, a hell of a drug. It was uh it, it's better than it sounds. Um the Star Trek Saving the Whale shit. You know. Who knows? We don't fucking know that and they, they, well, my point to the story was they used a Klingon ship to come here. Right. And get the whales. But they were cloaked. They were like chilling in fucking like, Central Park, cloaked like a motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> Nobody, there was like birds sitting on it. People were like, what the fuck's yeah. going on? <laughs> you know, it was just like birds floating in the air. But yeah. yeah, fake yeah.
0: birds floating on. on oh, speaking of the spaceship. Yeah.
1: Speaking of the fake birds, man, I got to tell this story real quick. Look, like, yesterday, because we did the, the conspiracy episode. Yep. We're on the highway going 70 miles an hour. And there's like a whole flock of birds that just dropped down out of nowhere. Going the same speed that we're going. They were flying with traffic. Now, I didn't know birds could go that fucking fast. And I was like, what the fuck's up with these birds, man? <laughs> like, they're going 70 miles an hour. God damn. But yeah, those were probably fake birds. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, until we have
2: the Star Trek Federation... And people get along on Earth, and we're able to, you know, travel the universe with our fucking
1: antimatter,
0: anti-gravity engines.
1: Yeah, you know, our our, our warp drive. Yeah. We are uh, shouldn't be trying to get the goddamn Klingons to come here. And, because they're warrior culture, you know, we don't want to fight with up, them. They're going to
0: pull up with heat that we don't have anything to retaliate with.
1: Yeah, man, you over there with your AR-15 ain't going to save you from aliens, bro. Like, it's probably not going to happen. But, you know, to go, to go with the balloons and the, the unidentified flying objects that we're seeing now, those are military shits to yeah. me. You know, they're, those are not aliens. Like, they know what they are and they're shooting them
0: down. So. Make sure you got your iPhone out whenever you see some weird shit. Take a video. right? make recordings. Get the information out there. You know, we've got, what, like, close to... Then the
1: men in black would come kick your door down and...
0: Fucking... Close to eight billion eyes on them. Blinky thing, you, and... (laughs) Well, no, double. So we got, like, 16 billion eyes on the planet. Let's let's put them to use. Um, But it's going to be hard uh, going forward in the future, even if we do find evidence right there's so much fake content
1: yeah cgi you
0: can't like the deep faking stuff you know you don't know who's reporting what so by all stands of measurement like we could we could have aliens someone could be reporting this stuff now uploading videos and it would just be just as easily dismissed
1: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and that's
1: yeah cgi is real you know Uh, they can cgi fucking everything man you know There was like you know that video that Eddie showed us with the big sphere that was flying with the jets that were flying. That shit wasn't real. But it looked real. It
0: looked real as a motherfucker. If you would have showed that thirty years ago, twenty years ago. Yeah, they would have been like aliens (laughs) We would have been overthrowing the government to try to get to that, you know what I mean? But yeah,
1: man, it's just so hard to know what's real anymore. Which is a bad thing, so I mean especially with aliens cuz they could say they could tell us tomorrow yeah aliens are absolutely real they're coming to kill us all yeah. but with ai and 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 these these voice changers
0: and might not even make a lick of difference <laughs> people just be
1: like mm, it's not real and then they're on our doorstep they're yeah. like fuck that one was real damn it fucking
2: chat gpt fucking bastard <laughs> yeah. But yeah
0: man uh, look to the sky yeah, stay stay vigilant. Check and see on your uh, your neighbor. Make sure it's not a uh, lizard person eating the neighborhood cats. Fucking <sighs> lizard people. Or uh, little greys outside your window trying to control your dreams.
2: Yep. On that note, cue music.